listeners, and welcome to a special episode of God's Story for Kids. I'm Henry, you can call me Hank, and I'm joined by my co-host here. I'm sophisticated, Sophie for short. You know, Sophie, this is a really important week. It is? Yeah. It's Holy Guacamole Week! Oh, what's that? Well, my friends and I like to get together once a year to see who can find the wildest, most interesting facts. You know, things that make you say, holy guacamole! Oh, I thought you were trying to say it's Holy Week. You know, the most important week of the whole year for the church? Huh? Oh, Sophie, uh, do you want to do Holy Guacamole Week with us? We can call my friend Dan right now. Well, sure, I guess, but let's make it kind of quick, Hank. We have a lot to talk about today regarding Holy Week. No, Sophie, it's Holy Guacamole Week. Okay, let's call Dan. Howdy there, Hank. It's me, Discount Dan, and boy, do I have a fact for you. Hi, Dan. I'm here with my friend Sophie, and I was just telling her about Holy Guacamole Week. Uh, hi there, Dan. Are you guys looking for an epic fact? I mean, something huge? Yeah, we are. Well, then I've got a fact that'll knock your boots off. So you better sit on down and buckle up. You ready for it? The world's biggest mouth can open over four inches tall. That's big enough to fit a whole apple in. Oh, my. What? Holy guacamole, that's awesome. I wonder how big my mouth is. Here, Sophie, hold this ruler and check for me. Ah, oh, no, that, that's okay. We all know you have a big mouth, Hank. No need to measure. Well, now, hold on there, Sophie. I'm not sure you're adequately impressed yet. Do you need to hear another ginormous fact? I, I mean, something huge? I don't think so. I think... Well, I have you know the largest published comic book in the world is over three feet tall. No way! Holy guacamole week strikes again. Three feet? That's the size of a toddler. I want a toddler-sized comic book. It's like it was made for a giant. A giant, yes. We have something to talk about regarding a giant. You know, something on topic. Do you want to hear another gargantuan fact, Hank? I mean, something huge. Nope, I'm so sorry to cut you off, Dan. Thank you so much for inviting me to Holy Guacamole Week, but we'll have to take a rain check on these huge facts. Well, all right, then suit yourself. Hank, Sophie, come on down to Discount Dan's later for more facts of biblical proportions. I'm talking something huge. Oh, we'll be there. Bye, Dan. So, what's all this about a giant, Sophie? Well, remember King David? We started talking about him last week. Oh, yeah. He was the one who did some good stuff and some not-so-good stuff, but he was still a man after God's own heart. Yeah, him. Well, did you know that before he became a king, he actually fought a giant? Yes. I love this story. So there he was, just a young kid with a slingshot and some river stones. He hears Goliath taunting God's people, and David says, Nope, not today. No one else is brave enough to fight you, but I am. And he walks right up to Goliath, winds up, and slings a rock right at him. It hits Goliath right smack dab in the middle of the forehead, and down he goes. David, David, David! Yep, those are the basics. Some people think Goliath was nine feet tall. To borrow a phrase from your friend Discount Tan, that's huge! 
But did you know there's an enemy even bigger than David faced? In fact, it's one we all face, and none of us can defeat this enemy on our own. I don't know what that could be, Sophie. I mean, I bet I'm even stronger than David was, and he defeated a giant by himself. Seriously, Hank, you can't do it. This enemy is bigger than Goliath. It's called sin. Oh, I know about sin. Sins are the mistakes we make that separate us from God. That's right. When God created the whole world and everything in it, he made people to be close to him. But the first people made a mistake of disobeying God. That was called sin. And because God is perfect, he couldn't be close to their sin. So it separated them. But the truth is, we're all human and we all make mistakes that separate us from God. But God loves us way too much to be apart from us. So he came up with a special rescue plan to save his people and bring us all back to him. And that plan was Jesus. I think we should have our listeners tell us the rest of the story. Hope Kids, take it away. God sent his son, his only son, Jesus, to be born on earth as a little baby. Jesus grew up and he did amazing things. He taught people about God's life. He performed many miracles, and he showed us how to live. But there were some people who didn't like Jesus, and they had, and they made a plan to get rid of him. So one night, Jesus sat down with his disciples to have his last meal with them, for he knew his time on earth was ending. He took on the position of a servant by washing their feet. He reminded them to show God's love by serving others. And then he gave the, the disciples bread and wine. He told them to remember him every time they ate this special meal. Then Jesus took the disciples to his favorite garden to pray. Soon soldiers arrived to arrest Jesus. The disciples all ran away, and the soldiers took Jesus to the leaders. They told Jesus he, they didn't believe he was the Son of God. So they made him carry a big wooden cross. They nailed him to that cross, and he died. Jesus' friends took his body and laid it in a, in a tomb. They were so sad, but they had forgotten something very important. Three days after Jesus died, the earth started shaking. An angel came down and pushed the huge stone away from the tomb. Some women who had been friends with Jesus were on their way to the tomb when they saw the angel. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Jesus is not here. He has risen. Go and tell the disciples that Jesus is alive. On their way to tell the others, these women saw Jesus. They fell at his feet and worshipped him. Their beloved Jesus was alive again. Holy guacamole! I've got goosebumps! I know, right? That story never gets old. Except it's not just a story. Everything we read in the Bible actually happened. Jesus really did die on the cross. And he really did come back to life. But why? Why did Jesus have to die, Sophie? That's such a good question, Hank. I think most of us ask that question at some point in our lives. Let's check in with Pastor Jeremy and see what he has to say about that. Great question, Hank and Sophie. It reminds me of when I was younger. I was going to the store. I wanted to buy some baseball cards. My mom told me who I went to the store with that she would allow me to buy with my own money as many baseball cards as I wanted. I got two packs and I got to the cash register and the person at the cash register told me I didn't have enough money. 
I couldn't pay for what it was that I had. And then out of the, the back of the store, I heard my mom's voice and she said, don't worry about it, Jeremy, I can buy it for you. Even when she told me I couldn't get it, she covered the cost. I think about that a lot with Jesus. You see that the miracle of Easter is that there's a cost of sin, the things that we don't do right and the things that uh, we haven't said right or the things that we don't do or the things that we don't say. And that cost of sin, it's death. But Jesus calls out to us and says, you know what, I have that covered. And I'll go to the cross and I'll die for you. And in this, in my death, I'll be raised to everlasting life. So that you don't have to pay the penalty of your sins. That I can pay those, Jesus says to you, boys and girls, I can pay those for you. And that's the miracle of Easter. It's Jesus' love for us. He loves us so much that he covers the penalty. He covers the cost. He takes care of the sin that we have. Never forget that, Hank and Sophie. Jesus loves you. Ah, thanks, Pastor Jeremy. I always feel better when I get my questions out there. Jesus died for you, Hank, and for me, and for all our listeners, and for everyone in the whole world. And he did it because he loves us. It was all part of God's plan, so we could be close to him again. And now we get to be part of his special family forever and ever. God's love must be huge. And never-ending. And unstoppable. And all-powerful. And that love is for you, listeners. And this is where your story meets God's story, kids. This isn't just some story from some book. This is the story from the Word of God. It's a huge deal. It's the most important story ever told. It's the most important thing that has ever happened in the history of ever. And it's your story. So now you get to go out and share that story because it's for others too. But we'll talk more about that next week. For today, kids, remember that you matter. You are loved and you are part of God's story. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God's Story for Kids Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of God's Story for Kids. It's easy to find us here each week by hitting the subscribe button and then let your friends know how much you love it. And if you're looking for more ways to plug into Lutheran Church of Hope's annual theme, The Whole Holy Bible in a Year, check out our website for weekly family devotions and other resources for kids and adults. And if you're local, we hope to see you at Hope Kids on weekends and Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. God loves you.